the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. My eyes are dry. My faith is old. My heart is hard. My prayers are cold. And I know how I ought to be alive to you and dead to me. My faith is old, my heart is high, my prayers are cold, and I know how I ought to be alive to you and dead to me. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. The prophet Joel, we know almost nothing about. We don't know the exact time of his writing. We read his short prophetic book. It's a significant message. It's one we're going to hear today. But when Peter preached about Pentecost, he explained Pentecost in light of the prophecy found in Joel. Acts two fourteen through twenty one. We face today another present day plague, and its purpose is to call God's people to repent. That's what Joel does. He warns of the coming day of the Lord a day that is sure, a day that God has promised. Today is a day of of prayer. I'm opening the phone lines. You're welcome to call and pray, to lift up your heart before Almighty God for personal repentance, 
for corporate repentance, for relief from this plague that is upon our land, for the finances of our land. Pray for our president, our Congress. This Good Friday is a day of prayer. Thank you for turning on the radio and for listening and going to the Internet. I invite you to call 877-534-0780. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. We are nobody. We are not important. We're very small. But Jesus is very important. Now, the message that I'm going to share in my prayer is the book of Joel. It's going to make some of you very uncomfortable. But I can't come on this broadcast and play games. I have to be absolutely straight up and speak to you with with mercy and with kindness, but also to speak about the judgment of God that has come upon our earth. So please, would you call and pray? Hear this, you elders. Listen, all who live in the land. Has anything like this ever happened in your days, in the days of your forefathers? Good. Tell it to your children. Let your children tell it to their children and their generation to the next generation. This is a time of blowing the trumpet in Zion for prayer. We have a caller to pray. Let's bring them online. Hello, welcome. Yes, um, here's my brief prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for dying on the cross. We thank you for rising from the dead. We thank you for Pastor Greenlee. And we ask that, you know, what happens in the upcoming weeks and months and years is in your perfect will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. 877-534-0780. Call and pray. In Joel's time, it was a locust swarm. He writes, the great locusts have eaten, what the great locusts have left, the young locusts have eaten, what the young locusts have left, other locusts have eaten. It was a plague on the nation of Israel. I want to tell you today, I'm going to be very bold with you. Our Lord God Almighty, our Lord Jesus, is not happy with his church in America. We have gone the way of the world and our pastors have gone the way of the world and stepped into the pulpit with joking and laughing with foolishness with man-pleasing sermons without any call to repent without any rebuke for sin. This is not like our forefathers. Read Jonathan Edwards' Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. 
He preached that to his congregation, and they would not respond. They sat stoic, listening to this incredible sermon. It was not until he went to another church, and he read the same manuscript. But in that church, great conviction of sin came, and the great awakening began to happen that would shape America in preparation for separation from England and the establishment of the United States of America. There are three calls, a threefold call to grief in the book of Joel. It is very apropos for today. Wake up, you drunkards, and weep. Wail, all you drinkers of wine. Wail because of the new wine, for it has been snatched from your lips. I read this morning a huge number of Americans are devouring pornography, they are devouring liquor, they are devouring chocolate, pizzas. They are not repenting. And the Lord is saying, wake up, American church. Weep and wail, for you're in the process of losing everything. The country is shut down. There is a dual problem. I don't know which one is greater. There is the COVID-9 taking the lives of men and women. But I believe equal or greater crisis is that we're in lockdown. I don't think the lockdown is justified, but I won't argue with you about that. But I know the lockdown is causing millions of people to be out of work and unable to pay their mortgages or their rent and putting incredible pressure on America. I believe God has brought this. Almighty God of heaven, I come before you to boldly proclaim that we must repent and turn from our sin, even our secret hidden sins. Lord, when I look at a man or a woman, I have no idea the wickedness that is going on in the secret places of their life. The lust, the lying, the cheating. But Lord, you see everything. And I know today you are angry with your church. Oh, we can dress up investments and we can do wonderful programs and we can have praise and worship for 45 minutes and be very emotional and then leave the church and live like the devil and love the wickedness of the world. Lord, I know you're coming to a place where you're saying, okay, I'm shutting down the churches of America. Lord, I thank you for shutting down the churches of America. 
And I'm asking that in this time of shutdown, you would bring great conviction of sin, that business as usual would not continue. I'm praying now that those who are not a part of the fellowship of a church, that you would move in their hearts and also cause general repentance, conviction of sin, turning away from darkness. Lord, I plead for this city. I plead for Metro Washington, but I also plead for all the other places where people are listening. Lord, would you come to America in great power? And would you minister repentance to this nation? Lord, you say, mourn like a virgin in sackcloth, grieving for the husband of her youth. Lord, you're saying the same kind of sorrow, the same kind of sorrow a bride would have, grieving when her new husband, before they're even able to come together, is killed. And the great sorrow fills her heart. Lord, you're saying that's the kind of sorrow that needs to fill our hearts today for what's happening in our churches, what's happening in America. Lord, you give a third call. You say, put on sackcloth, O priests, and mourn. Wail, you who minister before the altar. Come, spend the night in sackcloth, you who minister before God. For the grain offerings and the drink offerings are withheld from the house of your God. Lord, even as we're praying, the offerings are being withheld from the churches in America. And some churches have million-dollar, two million, three million dollars that they've gone in debt and they can't service that mortgage now because there's no service in the house. You have emptied the houses. Lord, I plead, yes, for mercy, but I know mo no mercy will come for America or the church until we acknowledge our guilt before you and we fall before you in repentance and humility of heart. We're to rend our hearts and not our clothes. Lord, it's time to call for a sacred assembly. I'm asking, Holy Spirit, would you summon the pastors would you summon the leadership of the church in America? Would you summon all who live in America to come before you with humility and repentance? Would you cause America to cry out to you, Lord? For the day of the Lord is near, and you will come like destruction the food will be cut off before our very eyes. Lord, we're being warned by the government. Have six months of food in your house, for there's going to be a severe food shortage in America. 
Already when I go in the grocery stores, I see empty shelves, Lord. I know famine is coming to America. Foreclosures, evictions. Lord, I know very painful and difficult times are coming on America because we have turned our back on you. The joy and gladness in the house of our Lord is a false joy. True joy can only flow from righteousness. And when there's no rebuke for sin, O Lord, how can your people be joyful? In the flesh we can dance around, shout and spit. But that's not the real deal. And the world looks on and scorns the church. And then, Lord, we have those like Joel Olstein, who just come and preach a pretty little message about prosperity and happiness and strategies for success. Lord, forgive us. We as your church have been wicked before you. And your judgments have now come upon us. Your judgments have fallen on America. The judgment of the virus, the judgment of the shutdown, the destruction of jobs. Lord, millions are unemployed. Lord, I know we're not going back to the way it was before. We will face increasing destruction in America if there is not a serious turn to you and repentance, asking for your mercy. If the babies continue to be murdered in America, your judgments will become only more harsh. Lord, if corruption in government is not cleaned up, if the swamp is not removed, Lord, your judgments will become even stronger upon America. If pastors do not turn in repentance to you for their secret lives, for their false teachings about the sinning Christians, about Gnosticism, Lord, if the pastors don't turn from their wicked teaching that you can be saved in the midst of your wickedness, Lord, I know your judgment upon America will become even stronger. Lord, we're being scattered. We're being isolated. Almighty God, I'm asking, Lord, that you would turn our hearts and cause us to repent. To you, O Lord, I call. For our pastures have been devoured. Even the wild animals know there is something wrong in America. So I come today blowing the trumpet in Zion, sounding the alarm on your holy hill. Lord, let all who live in America tremble before you. 
For the day of the Lord is coming, it is close at hand, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, like dawn spreading across the mountains. Almighty God, I know it's time to blow the trumpet in Zion and to stop being a people pleaser and to speak the truth honestly. We must walk with integrity before you, even in the most secret places. Lord, as I, as I pray, I know many have unclean videos saved on the Internet or unclean videos in their den. I know that the ambition of the human heart is to make money and get ahead and, and be strong. But we're being destroyed, Lord. And I know it's your hand. Lord, would you hear my cry today before your throne? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You can call and pray on air, or you can call and just give your name and what you would like me to pray for you about, and I will pray for you or your family. Our phone number in studio is 877-534-0780. I urge you, open your Bibles. Turn to the book of Joel. For we are in the day of Joel. We are in the day when America is being shattered. We are being shattered. Locked down. My hair's getting long, and so I called the person who usually cuts my hair. They answered, and I said, Do you have any time in your schedule to get me in? And they said, No. No, Pastor, there's no more haircutting until sometime in June. I said, Why? She said, we are not considered an essential service. We are seeing a heavy-handedness of the government that I've never seen in my life. We are seeing the destruction of our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. This has happened countless times through history. This is not something strange that's coming upon America. God has always sent judgments to try to turn a nation to righteousness. He did this to Israel time after time. He did it to the children of Israel while they were in the desert land. And finally, he said, no matter what I've tried to do, you refuse to repent. So you're going to wander in this desert for 40 years. And all of the men of fighting age are going to die in that desert. Now, many of you say, God is love. Everything is good. No, it is not good. God is also a God of justice. He brings judgment upon his people and upon the world, upon the earth. And I know right now God is not happy with his church. He's tired of listening 
to the same old, same old foolishness. It's driving him away from the church until the church becomes just another human organization run by a CEO, a money-making operation that opens its heart to the rainbow flag, that is utterly tolerant of any sin or perversion that men want to do. Just come to church, be a part of our social life, and give your money. Wow. God has ample reason to be angry with America. You say, Pastor, is God angry with America? Yes. Is God angry with me? If you're not walking in righteousness and holiness, if you're still playing with sin, God is angry with you. He has given you ample warning to turn from your sin and repent. He knows your secret life. He knows your inner thoughts. He knows the lust of your heart. He knows the ambition and the plans that you have in your inner heart. He knows when you're in your bedroom what you're doing. He knows what you're doing in front of the TV. God knows what's happening. He watches it all. And he has finally said, that's enough, America. That's enough, American church. Your pastors have played the harlot. They prostituted themselves for a job. They won't preach the truth to you that you must turn from your sin and from your wickedness. Now, praise God, there are a few who are preaching that. But very few. The book of Joel, we need to read it and reread it and read it. Our number is 877 534 you're welcome to call now. Blow the trumpet in Zion. That's what I'm doing. It's not a popular sound, but it's real. And you must hear it. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness. Like dawn spreading across the mountains, a large and mighty army comes, such as never was of old, nor will ever be again in the ages to come. It is the army of the Lord. It is the plague. It is the financial meltdown. It will be the utter destruction of our stock market. And now the government has decided through the Fed to take control of the bond market, to monetize it. That is, to print phony money. Let's not use fancy terms. They're printing the same kind of money you would use in Monopoly. This mighty army, this virus, rushes upon the city. It climbs into the house. 
Before them the earth shakes and the sky trembles. The sun and the moon are darkened. The stars no longer shine. The Lord thunders at the head of his army. His forces are beyond number, and mighty are the ones who obey his command. The day of the Lord is great. It is dreadful. Who can endure it? We are now at the day of the Lord. If you'll go back and listen to the messages this week and last week, I taught very clearly out of Revelation 14, the day of God's judgment has come. It is evidenced by a worldwide plague, pandemic. It is seen clearly in the utter shutdown of the whole Western world. And now they're saying that banks are ready to repo whole industries in the oil industry. We're in trouble. Do you know the trouble we're in? Are you in trouble? You may not think so yet, but wait until you go to the grocery store and there's no food. We have a caller. Let's take that caller, Drew. Yes, welcome. Please pray. Lord, we thank you today for your love, most of all, Lord, and that you're sending these circumstances and these judgments, Lord. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether, God, and you're sending them out of your love for us, God, that we would turn to you. Grant us the spirit of repentance, Lord. You said it is a gift of God the spirit of repentance, Lord, and I'm asking you to give that gift today, most of all, to your church, Lord, not just here in America, but in all particularly prosperous countries of the world, Lord. We have no idea what our persecuted brethren are living through in third world countries and second world countries, God, but Lord, we know that you are a just God and you're doing your work, Lord, that you use everything for the good, for those that turn to you, God. We just ask you for your help today, Lord. We ask you most of all for humble hearts. Lord, a humble heart beginning in the president's office all the way down to the to the town council members across this nation, Lord, that we would turn to you. Yes. God, we pray that you would rend the heavens and come down and make mm. yourself known mm. in a new and fresh way in this hour. God, that we would turn to you, Lord, that Truly, this end-time revival that's been spoken about by many, many prophets, Lord, God, that we would see in our lifetime before the coming of the Lord, God. And, Lord, we pray for that outpouring of your spirit, an outpouring of your spirit, the spirit of conviction, first of all, and then most of all, Lord. And then the spirit of joy would hit your church, Lord. The joy of the Lord would be our strength in this hour, God, and we would be shining shining star in the midst of darkness, God, Lord, that it would glorify you. Lord, you said when you walk this earth, let your good works so shine before men that they would glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And Lord, let all those good works. And Lord, I repent of all my selfishness and my self-absorption, God. I just ask you to take it out of my heart, Lord. Yes. Take it out of the heart of the church, Lord. God, I've become so self-absorbed. Lord, help me, God, to take my eyes off of me and put on someone else who has a real need, Lord. 
God, there's so many needs around us today. God, I just ask you to touch everyone that's been affected directly and indirectly this COVID-19. God, Lord, those that have are suffering through a person, we ask you for your healing touch. You sent your word and you healed them and delivered them from all your destructions. Hallelujah. Glory be to your holy name. And God, we're going to give you thanks and praise in this hour. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, dear brother Tom. God bless you, Tom. Love you. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Even now, declares the Lord, this is Joel 2, verse 12, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is a gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and have pity and leave behind a blessing. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. Call a solemn and sacred assembly. Well, we can't do that because we're locked down. But I'm doing it right now on the air. I'm asking you to rend your heart before the Almighty God and confess your sin and get clean before God. I woke this morning... And my cry was, O oh God, make my heart clean before you. Let there be no hidden wickedness in my heart. Lord, let there be no wicked thing my mind contemplates. Let there be no wicked images that my eyes fix upon. Lord, let me walk righteous before you. I renounce every wicked thought and every wicked thing and all self-absorption. Lord, I renounce it in the name of Jesus. And I plead, O Lord, that you will turn and leave a blessing for America. But I know that before that blessing can come, there must be absolute repentance on the part of the church. Lord, judgment begins in the house of the Lord. Lord, would you break the cynicism? Would you break the worldliness? Would you cut off every evil thing in your church? Lord, if you have to foreclose churches and close down churches, then do it, Lord. Do whatever you have to do to bring a solemn rending of the heart that the church in America would return to you, Jesus. For you are gracious and compassionate. 
you are slow to anger, and you do abound in love. And you do relent from sending calamity. Lord, you have sent two calamities upon America. COVID-19 and an absolute shutdown of the economy. Confining people to their homes. Now, Lord, will we be like the children of Israel and walk in arrogance before you? Or will we humble our hearts and repent? Oh, Lord, I pray for repentance and the spirit of repentance. Oh, Lord, come, come close, please. So I blow the trumpet in Zion. I declare a holy fast and a sacred assembly. And I gather you around your radio, your phone, wherever you listen to this, your internet. Lord, spare your people. Do not make your church an object of scorn in America. It is right now, today, an object of scorn because we have lusted after the success and the money and the prosperity. Lord, I'm so ashamed of Pentecostalism. I'm ashamed because of the of the whole show and the self-righteousness and the misuse of your gifts. Lord, when you when you touch a man, he doesn't fall down backwards. Lord, when you touch a man, he rises up. Lord, you don't knock people down to show that you're with them. You raise them up. Lord, we've been so deceived by pastors that just repeat the stories they've heard from other pastors. Lord, would you come now afresh? And would you visit your church? I know the church is the apple of your eye. I know the church is your body. But, O oh Lord, I also know you bring stern discipline in your body. Lord, why should people today be saying, where's God and why is God letting all of this happen? I thought your God was a God of love. O oh Lord, I know you are a God of judgment. I know you hate wickedness, but I know you love the sinner. And I know today it's time to repent and to get clean. I pray for our president today. Almighty God, I pray for President Trump. I pray for Vice President Pence. I pray for the leadership of our of our Congress. Lord, I pray for the governors, especially the wicked governor who rules in Virginia. 
Lord, he's a wicked man. He favors the murdering of babies and the abortion. O oh Lord, would you have mercy upon America that we would turn and stop murdering our babies? Who could imagine it, Lord? And the children of Israel, they offered their babies in the fire. Lord, we're offering the babies in the fire today just as surely as they did in the day of Israel. And you brought absolute destruction to their land. You sent the Babylonians who burned them out. Lord, America is going to get burned out if we don't repent. Lord, every vile thing is rising its head in America. And in our schools, our children are being taught the most vile things. They're being taught from the very beginning to love the Antichrist. O oh Lord, spare your children. Spare the babies. I pray that you will bring Mr. Trump into a new relationship with you where he could forget about himself and just see you, Jesus. Lord, you didn't call him just to be a businessman running a big company called America. You also called him to lead America to repent. But first, Lord, he must repent. So I pray for he and his wife and his family. I pray for Jared. I pray you will show him yourself, Jesus, that he would turn and become a follower of yours. Lord, would you have your way in America? Would you rebuke this darkness? And will you cast it out, Jesus? I pray for those today who are sick, for I know you have healing in your wings. But, Lord, before they can be healed, they must repent. Lord, many are dying. Many are losing everything they have. I plead. I plead for your people. And then, Lord, I must lift up those who are honest before you, who walk in integrity before you, who have renounced all sin and all darkness. I pray for those who are faithful before you that you will encourage each one of those precious people today to be strong, to stand, to know that you will provide for them. For you do not cast your people off. You bring judgments, but you don't cast us off. Lord, I pray for those who are walking pure and clean before you today. And I know that there is a remnant in America that is righteous before you who have left all sin. Lord, I'm pleading today for them. Many of them are pleading before you, not just for America, but for their own finances, for how to pay the rent, for how to pay the mortgage, for how to pay for the car. Lord, I pray you will be their provision today. 
Lord, as this thing goes on, and as the grocery shelves are stripped bare, America is going to come into a very desperate famine. Today, Lord, most are not starving. There are still food banks operating. We still have some savings. We still have some things we can sell. But, oh, Lord, I know it won't last. I am pleading that you would turn America to repent. That those men and women listening to me right now, if righteous would turn and cry out with me for America, if walking in known sin they would quickly repent and weep before you and get washed in your blood and be made clean. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Would you call right now? Would you call and pray? I see there are a number of people listening and watching this video. Would you call and pray? 877-534-0780. We have just a few minutes left in this broadcast. Would you lift your voice with me and pray for America? As I read this book of Joel, it makes a promise to us. And afterward, Verse 28, chapter 2, verse 28. I will pour out my spirit on all people, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. We have some callers. Please, Drew, put them through. Hi. Hi. Would you pray? Yes. Thank you, Pastor Ray. Thank you. Pastor Lett here. Well, I just wanted to repeat what we know and we've been saying, but we need to say it even more. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, and then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. So, God, we repent of pornography and abortion and so much emphasis and making gods out of professional and college and even school sports, Father. Yes. Time that we could have been spending with families and men relating to their children and teaching them better ways and 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 just connecting and showing them individual times. And God, we know if we know you're giving us more time, Father. You're giving us more time to shape up. And so help us to recognize that. Believer, pre believer and non believer. Help us to see it for what it is, God, then not just an inconvenience of another month to be in uh, and or without work. So then I saw in Jeremiah 33, 6, it said, Behold, I will bring it health and, 
and cure. I will cure them, and I will reveal unto them the the abundance of peace and truth. Well, he's only going to do that more when we humble ourselves more, when we spend time and we ask to be pressing in and loving him and recognizing him and sharing him with others in acts of kindness and, and encouraging words. And then I wanted to lift up the hospital workers. I saw a nurse interviewed recently online and um, the doctors and the nurses and the health techs and the assistants for safety and courage and strength. And they've had to be so diligent and so uh, on the job constantly, 12-hour days in New York, uh, other places, and New York before that, other cities, probably New Orleans. So we just ask for breaks for these people, Father, breaks. Yes, we do. And that others will be coming in to relieve them, if only for a day. A day off is wonderful if you're working six. So thank you, God, for blessing them and giving them more more diligence to to stay steadfast, Father, and we thank you for the job. But it's like one of the the, the workers in New York said, I've eaten so much pizza, pizza, and we get so many thanks on the way home and so many bangs of their, their banging pots, but I really needed health insurance. He doesn't even have health insurance. So we ask, Father, that you break the complacency that yes. we have had. And yes. hearken us to know the gift, the importance, and the great need to press in closer and closer to you, wanting your, your, a walk with you, wanting your will. Thank you, Jesus. W- wanting your goodness, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes God. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, dear sister. God In bless Yeshua's you. In Yeshua's name. Yes. Okay, and I, I agreed with you when you prayed for the president. Thank you. Yes. If he could uh, just yield himself a little bit more even, right? A lot more. A lot. <laughs> a lot more. But he's got a lot of believers around him. Yeah. Got a lot and, of believers. And they need know, to be repenting he, too. Some of okay. them, I guess. Yes. Okay, sister. Thank you. Okay. Thank uh, you. Bro- Bye-bye. Brother Drew, do we have anyone else online? Hello, Brother Drew. Hello. Yes, please pray. Oh, yes. Hello. My name is Terry. Uh, Good afternoon, Pastor. Hello. Thank you for calling. Please pray. All right. Thank you for loving us, Yeshua, Jesus, for dying for us. Please take the scales off the people's eyes. Please give us humble hearts and a strong desire to know who you are. I confess you are my creator, my master, my judge, my lawgiver, my king and Lord. You are the king of kings and the Lord of lords. You are my shepherd, my savior, my redeemer, my father, and my friend. Father, I am your slave, your ambassador, your soldier, your sheep, your daughter, and your friend. Yes. I pray you take our heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh, that we clean our house mentally, physically, and spiritually. I pray we hate what you hate and love what you love. I pray that people come out from all false religions and put down all idols and put you first and foremost above everyone and everything else. I pray all our needs be met, food, water, medicine, shelter, and clothing, and that we be healed mentally, physically, and spiritually. I pray for those who are married to have strong marriages in you and that their marriage be rejuvenated, lifted up, and healed, and that they be best friends and that they have joy in their marriage. I pray for those who are single to be able to bear up under it, to seek your will, what you would have us to do. 
I pray for the President of the United States and his wife that they have a strong marriage in you. And I pray for his family, those that work in the White House, the military, and the government. And I pray they read your word and pray to you to find out what you would have them to do for the country. I pray for the vets, that they be healed mentally, physically, and spiritually, and that they be loved, uh, lifted up, and encouraged by family, friends, and associates. And if they're homeless, they find a place to live. And I pray the homeless find a place to live, a place to clean their bodies and their clothes. I pray all satanic strongholds, curses, sins, and addictions be broken off away from us, and that the spirit of pride, fear, doubt, guilt, and shame be broken off, and that all lying, cheating, stealing, murder, wrath, gambling, cussing, gossiping, self-pity, and bitterness, and narcissism, and all that um, immoral sexuality and smoking cigarettes be broken off away from us, Father, and away from us, I pray we repent. I pray that people take their faces out of their technology and think about what's going to happen to them when they die, and that they take you seriously and see the evil in this world and the sin, and that they be repulsed by it, and that they fear you and come to know you and be saved. I pray all Masonic curses be broken off, all uh, Luciferian curses be broken off, all witchcraft be broken off, and all lies wrongfully spoken yes. against us by ourselves or anyone else be broken off from us. When I stand, Father, I am kneeling in my heart for you, Your Majesty, and my impenetrable veneration towards you. Yes. I pray you give us the courage, the strength, and the wherewithal to do your will and what you called us to do. Thank you. God bless America. God bless you, Pastor. Thank you for your show. I love you. Or for your ministry, rather. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, sister. Yes, sir. God bless you. Well, we're out of time for today. We're going to do this next Friday again. Oh, my brother, my sister, read the book of Joel. Read the book of Joel. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray Greenlee from the National Prayer Chapel. Go to nationalprayerchapel.com and you can learn more. I'll talk to you soon. I'm praying for you and I love you. Jesus Christ.